wearing a white t-shirt. Something's gone wrong. Kids, how are you doing today? I was recently having a conversation about intention, kind of people's intention and your intention and what what you bring to the table in any one conversation or mood. And I think it's a it's a very topical thing right now, you know, especially online. I recently went through a situation where someone tried to scam me online and it's hard to tell what someone's intention is. It's hard to kind of get in there and notify that and, and view that and it, it's a bigger conversation for people like myself you know um that conversation with intention led to a conversation about making friends as adults and how for many people that's quite a difficult thing to do and it's you know on the on, on my mind because i moved to a new place where most of my friends right now are in the uk that's just the reality for me so here i'm making other friends and and that's you know, I wouldn't say that's difficult, but it, 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 it poses its own challenges, right? I'd say it poses the same amount of challenges as, you know, meeting anyone, trying to get a job, trying to find industry, trying to network or anything like that. Making friends is just another thing on that list. I, it, it got me thinking, though. It got me thinking about why that is and why we, you know, struggle with it as adults past the age of, you know, probably say past the age of like 18. That's when it starts to become a thing. That's when you start to notice it. That's when, you know, you're, you're settling down your mind and your interests and all these kinds of things and just randomly acquiring new people in your life that you know, trust and want to be around is a challenge, right? That, that's the view. And one of the things I was thinking of is that maybe, you know, one of the things which we find as adults of when you make new friends is that a lot of those friendships are founded out of, I wouldn't say struggle, but they're founded out of a shared conflict or like a shared interest. You know, think about, think about your recent friends. Think about friends that you've made within the past few years. The reason you probably became friends with them was, one, because you work with them, in which case you're both trapped within a job and a role and you have a boss and therefore can share gripes. It's why, you know, having... The right people you work with is one of the reasons which makes a job enjoyable. You can do a bad job for a very long time if the people you work with are okay. That's you know, that's the reality of it. Whereas you can have a great job, the dream job, in the best environment, but the people you work with can be absolutely awful human beings. In which case, you'll probably leave after six months. And, you know, I've had people leave at my workplace after six months so basically i'm in the category of one of the uh the, the worst people but you know you, you have gig friends as well you have friends who you meet randomly on a night out but usually there's intoxicants involved or there's a shared interest you have a topic which is like right there the problem when you meet new people is that we have so much of a back catalog of things that we're interested in right i'm no one Thing. I think maybe this podcast is a good example of that. I am not, I'm not a podcast guy. I don't really watch podcasts. I don't really listen to podcasts. I'm not a, just an art guy because I have interest in things outside of art. It's one of my main passions, but it's not something which really defines me. Even within art, I have so many different things which I like to try and do, and I'm much more concept based and you know singular medium. Like I wouldn't just, I wouldn't call myself a painter. That's not not a label I would apply to myself. So when someone meets me. 
and they ask me what I'm into, it's like, dear, dear God, what do you pick? <laughs> what, do you, what do you do in that situation? What do you do? What do you? What, what, what interests you? Like, I guess I'm seeing this maybe from the perspective now of the guests which I have on the show, where I ask them to pick a topic. Like, pick a topic, guys, and most of them pick something which is related to you know what they do on a day to day. You know, the message they want to get out of, which is perfectly fine. That's essentially the reason I initially reached out to them because they have this spark, they have this little passion which they're interested in, and we want to talk about it, and that's that's fine. But you you make friends as adults through shared experience. I think is is my initial point for this episode is. You, you can't intentionally go out saying, I'm going to make a friend. Because that's kind of always doomed to failure. Because your intention is to claim somebody. And people don't want to be claimed. Or you're going out saying, I'm going to make a friend. And you're going to do that by asking people if they want to be your friend. Or what's your intention. And I think that's that's setting yourself up for tragedy because it'll lead to them lying I think it's an interesting thought and I have further information on this read on for more, please turn over anywho, so (laughs) one of the reasons I think this as well is so as adults we we're very good at meeting people right? and I don't mean meeting people like finding new people to meet or, you know, getting into relationships or anything like that. Well, I mean, maybe like that, down the line. But I think we're, very, we're just very good at being polite. We're very good at existing society because we've had years and years of practice, right? We're, we're just good at being nice, being okay within the world. We know what affects the world around us and we know what we can and cannot say. So we know how to adapt our personality as well to somebody else. That's why it's so jarring when you meet somebody who isn't that, somebody who doesn't have control of that, it's instantly recognizable. Because day to day, we know we know what's happening. We know what's polite. I was at the post office the other day, picking up a parcel. I was in line with a bunch of people, and we, we, we knew to queue. The people behind me were having a chat. They were going on about something. Uh, you know, there was a, like a minor conflict of the situation where it got a little bit abrasive, but it was obvious that it was abrasive. There was an obvious moment within it because if it had been just like random people standing around being polite, no one would have noticed. That that would have been the thing. When you, you know, you might even think that you're not good at meeting people. You you crap at small talk. A lot of people say this. I don't do small talk. Well, then why? How are you existing? How are you existing in society if you don't do small talk? Everybody does small talk. It just doesn't matter. If you only do big talk, my God, your life must be boring. Do you wake up to every situation and go, "What is existence?" No. You walk up and you're like, "What kind of coffee do you like?" What's the most, like, the most recent film you've seen? Oh, I've seen that film. What game are you playing right now? How have you done this? What, you know, that's a cool hat. Where'd you get that hat from? Everybody does small talk. People out there, there is no such thing as no small talk. Small talk exists for a reason. It's there to pad the gaps between the emotional existence and, you know, trying not to die and make a living and all these other things. Small talk is the padding. It is the space between the claps. Anywho, you know, if you think you're bad at meeting people and discussing things and engaging with others the, the way I'd like you to consider this is compare yourself to a 10 year old compare yourself to a toddler they have no filter I was chatting to a guest the other day about this and we were saying how children have no filter they're probably the most honest 
creatures on the earth because they have not learnt society yet. They have freedom. They have no no view of what is and isn't intent. So they just say what comes to mind. I like that. I don't like that. I want to go here. I want to go there. Because they haven't learned that there's padding in between that, that there's going to be obstacles, that there's going to be a need to fill the time in some way because standing there in line and then suddenly going, I think I'm going to die today, requires nuance, right? So when you think of yourself and you think, I can't do small talk, I can't talk to people, I don't know how to make conversation like that, sometimes making conversation is as simple as just being quiet, you know? You don't need words all the time. I need words all the time because i got to fill 30 minutes. But most people will be able to do a level of small talk. And so when you meet new people and when you meet people as adults as we are, as we are known to be, I think there's, there's way more of a layer you have to get through. Right, As children, you go into a playground and whether you're shy or not, someone may approach you and it will follow along the lines of, oh, hey, do you like this? I like that. Awesome. Let's be friends. That's making friends as children. That's That's the reality of it. No, I don't like that. Oh, well, we can't be friends then. Do you like pizza? Yes, I like pizza. Let's go pizza. Okay, my mom likes pizza too. I can be your mom's friend. It's so simple. But as an adult, because you have the skills and you have the knowledge, people see this as a detriment. They say we've lost this honesty. We've lost the ability to have simple friendships. And it's because, honestly, we we are not allowed them. We don't want simple friendships. If I meet someone and their first thing is like, I like this and I like this, I'm not taking them on board. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not hiring them based on their preference in toppings, right? I need to know more. It's like that song. I, I care about where you come from, who you are, what you did. I don't care if you love me. I need to know the four things before I'm going to let you in my world. Because, again, we've we've set these barriers because we set these notions because we are aware that crappy people exist out there and we are aware that evil things exist out there. We don't want to bring them in. That's why I'm careful with people I work with, why I'm careful with commissions I make or anything like that. I, I look into people, guests. I look into them. I find out who they are, what they do, who they vote for. All those kinds of things come into play in some manner when introducing people. And as I say, we're complex we're complex people, and by the time you get to your 20s and 30s, you, you you may not even know that you're doing it, but you've managed to develop skills to exist within a world of complex people, right? That's that's the whole premise. That's why, you know, when we talk about people with autism, that's why you can notice. It's because the skills aren't there because they've been unable to develop them. And that's why there's that differential between those who... You know, a high functioning and not high functioning, and these are the things. And I'm not saying society needs to exist in like a perfect perpendicular world where everyone has these skills. I'm saying there's a place for everybody, but I'm trying to explain why it's so hard to kind of get into this, right? You know, is every single person you meet, you know, is complex, and that's the beauty of reality. That's the beauty of life. That's why I sit down and talk to people because I want to know what's past that front veneer. But it takes time to open that up. That's why we sit and talk for an hour. That's why we ask questions which are off topic. Because it, it helps. It alleviates that strain. It puts you on the back foot of like, oh, well, this person's actually might be interesting. Because 
I, th I think this comes up a lot when you think about um, things like dating apps and workplace interviews. Their attempts to break that down, right? That's why interviews exist. That's why you have small talk on apps because you you've basically got to get through that front veneer. Everybody has it. Everyone's got that front veneer. Everyone's putting up a facade and laundering money behind the front of it. Everyone has a bakery with a bullet gun, a bunch of bullets behind it. That's that's the reality of people. And that's how we we exist and how we manage to exist as society and community by having that consistent layer. Nobody knows what's going on. I like to think I was thinking of this the other day and it was a, a comparison to make that Things like dating apps and workplace interviews are, it's like the TSA for emotions, right? It's airport security for emotions because these things are very binary, right? You walk into a job interview and it's very binary. You want that job. They're not sure if they want you to have that job. So you're going to explain the key things without getting distracted. The key things, I'd never be able to do a job interview. Have you seen how distracted I get? The key things which make you key for that role. And it's the interviewer's job to find out the things which you are not saying, right? Everyone can write down on the paper that they're great. I do well. I'm trained. I've got this degree, etc., etc. Everybody can do that. It's factual. But what I want to know is your personality. What I want to know is whether in three months I'm going to hate you, right? There's, there's levels to it. In the same with dating apps. Dating apps are the most brutal things if you take them completely seriously because they're binary. They're completely binary. It's I look like this and these are my interests and this is why I exist. It's not really, is it? You know, no one's main interest in the life is margaritas apart from alcoholics. No one dresses like that all the time because it would cost you the earth to do so. Nobody is constantly on a trip to Paris because you live in a different country. <laughs> These are just snapshots from your life, but you're presenting them, and then you're asked to judge people one-on-one -on -one of like, oh yeah, that's good, that's bad, that's good, that's bad. It's it's very binary, so you need that time afterwards to get through. This is why I think it's like the TSA, because you, you got, you've got unpacking time, right? There's got to be a little x-ray time. There's got to be a little time to sit back, look at somebody, and go, okay, why are you qualified for this job? I realized I went back to jobs and not dating. I'm not asking why you're qualified for dating. Maybe that's a way to do it. Just sit down in job interview style. Do a presentation. I love those things online where someone's done a presentation on why they should date you. That's fantastic. But anyway, it's sitting back and x-raying that world and saying, okay, well, this is what we found, right? This is you. This is what I've noticed. Are these things true? Is this thing accurate? Do you think this is an accurate representation of you? We do that through small talk through going on adventures, through talking to other people, through sitting there and going, oh, hey, this is how they interact with the staff. This is how they interact with people around me. This is how they order. This is, these are the little giveaways which show exactly what went on in their life, asking them about their life, unpacking all of that. And the beauty of that is that most of the time, like because you, like, you can't know what baggage someone's bringing, right? Everyone has baggage, whether it's good or bad. Everyone has baggage. Everyone's carrying a few bags. You don't know what bags they're bringing. And sometimes people don't even know what's in their bags right it's possible to carry around an emotional bag and not realize that that emotional bag is full of trauma that's what things like therapy and catharsis and creation are for that's how you unpack those bags sometimes you can talk to a person and within a few seconds realize something about them that they've never realized that's why things like small talk are incredibly interesting and incredibly needed within society and why it's so hard 
to make connections as we become adults because we've gotten very good at getting things through airport security <laughs> right i've taken a pen knife on a plane i did it accidentally i didn't know it was in my bag it's it's going to be the same with meeting me as a friend. There's going to be something in my brain which I don't know I'm carrying and you're going to suddenly discover. I think it's easier and a better way, which is less pressured in life, if you approach everybody on a level of most people are nice and most people just want to be friendly and polite and then you figure out what they're about. This is why I've, I've had it said to me before, you know, this is why I'm naive. I, I fail to notice people who want to talk to me. I fail to notice people who are interested in me. I fail to notice if I'm good at my job because I think I'm generally just okay at everything. That's that's how I think about the world. And I think with that, I have no pressures in life. Like, I'm, I know I'm very independent. And I know I'm very good on my own. Hell, I move around the world on my own. That's... It's a detail to me. That's all that is. Because I just think, well, yeah, anyone can do this. Most people are nice. Most people are capable. That's the great thing about being people. That's how we ended up at the top of the food chain. That's how we're killing the environment and the world around us. Why not utilize that for something more positive? And just accept that most people are nice, nice to you, you know? Be polite. Be nice. Put in a little bit of small talk. You don't have to get into somebody's day. And if someone doesn't want to engage, fair enough. That's great. You know, they've set a boundary. You obey that boundary. Don't approach and inconvenience people in their day. <laughs> I feel like I've gone on tangents here. I just, was, I was just suddenly thinking about people approaching everybody as super friendly and how much I'd hate that if someone did that to me. But I, I, I don't want, you know, I don't want people approaching me being overly friendly. What I want is just a, a, a casual conversation or a pleasant interaction. And then I'll figure out the rest as we go along. I go to the post office. It doesn't matter what mood you're in. I'm going to be polite anyway. Because I don't know what's going on in your world. I don't know how many pen knives you have in your bag. I don't know what you're taking your coffee or what you top your pizza with. But I ain't going to form an emotional bond to a post office clerk based on that. All I'm doing is getting through that one situation. All I'm doing is getting through the work day, chatting about coffee and bagels. That's... These are things and interactions which don't matter. This is why we have so many work friends as adults, because you learn about them over time. And you, if you don't give every interaction and every relationship time to learn over time, you're never going to be friends with anyone. And you, you're going to end up alone because you're cutting out the part which is the human part. You're going for the binary. You're looking for someone whose main gig is, you know, going to the gym. And that's their binary. And I'm like, the world's not binary. We know this. Trans rights matter. The world has more than one level of interest in every other person. Gender's a fluid form. And these are facts. People are capable, but can be assholes. People can be terrible, but can be amazing people. <sighs> I think we need to think about how we meet new people. Right? I think we as... Adults need to consider how we meet new people. And I think it's very useful to you, to me, to everyone around us to take that pressure off. To just, you know, accept that some people want to be friends, some people don't want to be friends. And in the end, at least you can chat about little things in between and discover new things. One of my favorite things about doing the podcast is 
discovering these new bits, right? Discovering new interests, artists, and it's why I started asking people for their guests. Who are they interested in? What do they talk about? What do they do? Have I heard of them? Can I contact them? Is this going to be like another thing which I'm going to throw myself into? A great example of this is I recently went to a gig with a work colleague and we get along fine. We don't know that much about each other, but we went to a gig. He asked me if I wanted to go to this gig and I discovered a band which I'm currently listening to most days. I bought their music and I'm really enjoying it. And that's, you know, that's small talk that's how we ended up in that situation if we hadn't and we'd had the intent of just being work friends or the intent of being made friends based on interests that conversation would have never happened you can't go in with intent you can't and that goes for all things you have to just go into every situation as yeah i'm gonna make it through this situation even job interviews even looking for those kinds of things you can't you can't go with that. It's like, I'm going to get this job. I'm going to do this. This is going to be the thing. This is going to be the one. I'm going to be this. No. You just go into a chat. You're going to talk to people. And most people will talk. I sound like my gran. My gran has a great habit of being basically able to talk to anybody. But if she gets bored of talking to you, she'll just wander off. But she'll be polite about it. You know? But that's the brilliance of old age. I'm waiting to be that old man where I can just walk away from conversations but until then I'll talk to people why not worst things in the world for me to do but that's my intention <laughs> maybe you agree maybe you don't maybe you know someone who needs this advice that as adults we're very good at shielding ourselves and existing within the world because we've spent 20, 30, 40, 50 years building these skills. So it takes time to unpack them. It takes time to get through airport security. Arrive early. And the process will go more smoothly. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.